Welcome to Freedom From Within, a show where we discuss how to build a strong foundation for life that is important to you, your family, and your community, where we teach foundational life principles to those serving time in our prisons. Because of the successes of our program inside, we are now bringing the same program outside on this show, the show that we call Freedom From Within. Hello, my name is Cliff. And I'm Sue. And we are the directors of Freedom From Within. We're so happy that you're here today. Yes, welcome. It's been a while. It has. Things have gotten kind of crazy. Yeah, so whose fault is that? (laughs) Good question. Well, I don't know. Is it your fault? I mean, you've been busy with our daughter's wedding coming up. Yep. It's coming up quick. Two more months. Yeah. You excited? I am excited and getting a little nervous that things are <laughs> got to fall in place here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting times. It's, it's good. It is. She's our only daughter. Yes, she is. And so it's a big day. Mm-hmm. Well, we also went on vacation, or I did anyways, while you were busy dealing with wedding stuff. Yes. That's some, is that kind of messed up? Like no, I just let no, you no. To go do that? No, you went to visit your mom. Yeah. It was yeah. very nice. Yeah, so I went to Florida, and um, yeah, it was a, it was a great visit. Mm-hmm. Able to see my my mom's staying with my sister and um, her family. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was just really good. It was just good family time. That's good. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, what else has been going on? Well, um, I don't know. I guess the last few episodes, we had a couple of guests on, and they've been just traveling and living abundant lives. We had uh, cyclists on, and we had some friends that were missionaries in the Philippines, and now they're back in the States. We've caught up with them. Right. That was awesome, and if you haven't heard them on the last few podcasts, you know, go back and listen to those. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've been doing no prison ministry then? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, we haven't been in prison, but of course we have been working on prison ministry. Yes, we've been working on prison ministry, um, working on uh, correspondence courses. Right. Right. So we've had an opportunity to uh, be able to um, produce weekly chapel services at the prisons that we serve. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, now they're asking us to provide um, content um, and teachings of this class on mm-hmm. a video format. Yep, it's pretty exciting. And so trying to put that all together, you know, trying to make sure that uh, we represent it well. Yes. That's been, you know, that's been consuming. So I've really enjoyed actually having the vacation time to kind of process that because when you're really busy, you're just busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be creative. Yes. My job is to pray for your creativity because computer stuff is not my gifting. <laughs> well, we appreciate your your praying. I, I think you need to pray a little bit more, though, because uh, it's not fully there yet. <laughs> God is good, and it will come through. Amen. Amen. Right. So, Sue, you mentioned that we had a couple of guests, mm-hmm. and this was under the topic of abundant living. Yes. 
you know, it was really timely to have them there because really what they were doing was kind of doing some crazy stuff, kind of off the beaten path. Riding your bicycle across country um, is kind of off the beaten path, mm-hmm. actually on the road. <laughs> um, and, or being a, um, in ministry halfway across the world in the Philippines mm-hmm. and just giving up everything, having your first child, you mm-hmm. know, there. You know, most people would f- want the comfort of being at home for, you know, be able to have your first child. Right. And yet they were called to do something different. Right. What are you committed to? What's within your control? Mm -hmm. And that creates influence, which then, of course, inspires others Mm -hmm. and it minimizes your concerns or your worry. Yes. Those were great points that you made in our last few episodes too about concerns and stuff. So if you didn't hear that. See, when you're riding your bicycle across country, not knowing where you're going to stay, how do you do that? That's a level of freedom that I think most people want, Mm -hmm. but they're, but we're tend to be consumed with all the day to day stuff, all the things that we feel like we need to get done that are important. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important that we also be honest with ourselves. You know, what do we have control over? Or what do we not have control over? Right. What are we committed to? Or what does it just seem like um, it's a nice thing to say, mm-hmm. but we're not doing anything about it? You know, whenever I, like this podcast, for example, all right, it's been a couple of weeks since we've done a podcast. Mm-hmm. It stresses me out that we're not making that happen. Right. Now it's in my control. And so, it, so either I need to solve the problem or get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But then there's other things that are outside of my control. And that also stresses me out unless I realize and come to be honest with myself that it's not really my responsibility. It's not something that I can do. Mm -hmm. We talked about living from the outside in versus the inside out. When the world is telling us to do things, for example, I needed to go see my mom. Right. The world was telling me, don't go see my mom. Mm-hmm. I had things to do. I had things that I, uh, that was uh, important to do here, right. but no, I needed to go see my mom because well, she's getting older. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just good to go see family. Right. Yeah, so you need to live from the inside out. Right. Cause it, inside was telling me, go see your mom. Right. Outside exactly. is saying, don't go, don't go. You got other things to do. Yeah. When we talk about freedom from within mm-hmm. our whole ministry is based off of, being honest with ourselves and being able to walk forward in that integrity, having that integrity with, with who we are. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing uh, more about abundant living and the importance of life balance. And Cliff's going to be doing some great teaching. I've heard him teach on this many times. So you're going to want to make sure you get pen and paper and write some of these notes down. Well, it's really not about the great teaching. It's really about the points because there's seven of them mm-hmm. that I really want to make a point of. And and so if you're driving or running or whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, um, the good news is that uh, hopefully what I present here is going to be something that you're going to want to go back to and listen to and make sure you get, you do write it down. Yes. Yeah. If you're driving, don't make notes. Right. Tricky. Or if you're not interested in abundant living. If you're not interested in abundant living, <laughs> all right, then yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. A friend of mine, Dr. Ron Jensen, which hopefully we'll see him or we'll have him on as a guest sometime in the future, uh, 
he's written, you know, 20 some odd books and he's a, he's a friend of mine and he, he came up with what he calls the seven F's for balance. Mm-hmm. And the seven F's of balance are, are different areas in your life that if you were to look at each one, it would help you reduce the amount of, of craziness in your life, mm-hmm. right? Because the truth is any good leader who has a large problem to solve, what they do is they break it into smaller chunks. They take something that's super huge. It looks overwhelming and then they break it into smaller pieces and work on those. And then collectively over time, the bigger piece, the one that seemed overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, gets solved. Have you ever heard of that before, Sue? Um, yes, I think I have. Do you believe that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. There's seven of these. All right. They all start with the letter F and they're in no particular order. So I want you to just be hearing the different areas. Like for example, I made the comment about family. And so family is a area in my life that's important to me. And if I get it out of balance, it's going to mess up my life, my abundant living. Mm -hmm. Another one is friends, the importance of friends. Now, some people are really good at making friends. I tend to have more loyal friends. Like, so I don't have a lot of friends, uh, but the ones that I do have, you know, are like lifetime friends where you, you tend to like, you're able to like make friends anywhere. I know a lot of people. Well, that's because you go out. I like to talk. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't always that way though. Right. So what's more important, friends or family? Well, I think they're both equally important. I don't think one's more important than the other. I think it's important to have both. In order to have both, they have to be somewhat in balance because you can't be all about friends and you can't be all about family. Is that correct? Correct. So it's true to say that sometimes friends are more important than family. Sometimes. And it's true to say that sometimes family is more important than friends. Yes. Even though it doesn't sound right, does it? No, it doesn't sound right, but I mean, you know, sometimes your family is doing just fine, but a friend really needs help. Right. And vice versa, of course. How about the third one? Fun. Mm -hmm. The importance of fun. Now, when you think of discipline or you think of goals or you think of abundant living, does fun come into that category? Sure. And is there a time when you can have too much fun? I suppose so. Uh, I think our students in prison would say that there's a time when they were having so much fun yep. that it was out of balance. Right. And that's how they got into prison. Exactly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that's what I was thinking when I said, I suppose so. <laughs> yep. And they even just, you know, things I've done myself. Yeah. I mean, things can get out of balance and you can just, if you're just totally like forgetting everything else, you know, forgetting about your family, forgetting about friends forgetting about just life and just doing whatever you want you know you may be thinking you're having fun because you're doing whatever you want but it comes crashing down right well you're working 40 hours right and the only thing you could think about is you know on friday when you're gonna you know get your paycheck and Mm -hmm. go have fun Mm -hmm. which then you know the next morning seems like well i'm not having fun right now because i feel like crap because of the fun that I had the night before. Mm -hmm. And once again, I'm not against fun, but I think it's about balance. Right. How about future? That's another one that's 
the fourth one that I'm presenting. Mm -hmm. So family, friends, fun, but your future is also important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's about letting go. You have a teenager who's just graduated high school and is going into college or going to get a job. Mm -hmm. They need to start letting go of some of the family stuff Mm -hmm. so they can start focusing on the future stuff. Mm -hmm. Or if they're partying all the time, it's going to impact their future. Right. Doesn't mean that you get rid of the family, friends, or fun for future. It means that it's important to recognize the balance that's that's needed. Right. To live an abundant life. Mm-hmm. The next one, finances. We all need money. It's just the way the world works. Mm-hmm. It's not something we need to worship. Mm-hmm. It's something that we need to balance. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about future and finances and how some of um, our friends out there that are know the Bible well are thinking, you know, well, we're supposed to be living for each day as it as it is today and not worry about the future. But I think, as you're saying, you should think about the future but not worry about it. Think about finances but not worry about it. We do need to plan. God gives us a brain to think about things and plan for things. But yes, he gives the birds what they need each day and he'll give us what we need each day. However, we do need to still think about it. So, you know, we don't mess things up. That's good. That's good. So family, friends, fun, future. And just to be clear, future could be anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You and I always wanted to have an RV, Mm -hmm. you know, when we first got married. Well, it's 32 years later and we finally, you know, got an RV. Mm Mm-hmm. But that required finances, mm-hmm. which we didn't have mm-hmm. in a, in our younger marriage. Right. Um, and we had other, you know, important things that um, uh, took precedence over the fun. Mm-hmm. Well, like raising a family. Like raising a family, right. Sending them to school and all that stuff. Right. But we did have fun with them, too, because we did camp with them. Right. Right. It just it was just different. Different, yep. So family, friends, fun, future finances. Are you planning for your finances? Are you taking, are you doing what needs to be done to make sure that, um, you're not in debt? Mm -hmm. Debt is a, you know, I mean, if this was a financial class, um, I am so anti-debt because it it starts to lord over your life. Mm -hmm. But can you actually be thinking about the future and how your finances can grow, um, either by you personally doing work, investing, are you committed to successful, uh, finances. And if so, what's in your control? Well, maybe it's about talking to a financial advisor. Maybe it's talking to somebody who's done it before. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me. And now I'm getting on my high horse. It's amazing (laughs) to me how many people ask their poor friends Mm -hmm. about financial advice. You know, the person wants to take a risk and they talk to their poor friends and the poor friend says, no, that's, that's dumb. I would never do that. Well, of course you never do that because you're poor. (laughs) All right. And I don't mean to be poor, like as in poverty. I'm talking about just as far as understanding that there's people that have expertise Mm -hmm. in certain areas. Mm -hmm. That did I, did I say that right? Or did I just like cross some weird line or something? I think you said it right. I mean, because you can also think of it as hairstyle, you know, our daughter went to beauty school. I would ask her, what does she think? Should I, you know, change my color of my hair or do, you know, do this or that. 
more than I would ask you because your answer is always like, I don't care. Looks (laughs) fine. (laughs) You know, so that's kind of the same thing I think you're talking about is ask someone, you know, that has done it, you know, like also I've, our daughter's friend has, you know, young children and she's asked me about discipline because, you know, well, she knows our kids and they're older and she's like, I don't know what to do. So yeah, I think you just have to find people that have been there, have done it, have, you know, so finances is a, a sticky situation. Um, so like when you say someone that's poor, you don't mean necessarily, you know, someone living out on the street, but someone that just has a difficult time with their finances. And usually there's other things that are getting in the way that's mm-hmm. out of balance. Right. The next one is fitness. So we've got family, friends, fun, future, finances, and fitness. Mm-hmm. Now that's both physical and mental health. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, during COVID and all this other stuff, how do you keep your mental health going? Mm-hmm. Um, I need interaction. You need interaction. What do you do to, to keep that going? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's about reading a good book or for you. I mean, every day you're, you're working on your physical health. Why, why do you do that? I feel better throughout the day. It just gets me going and it makes me feel better. You know, um, keeps me. No, it, may, it makes you look great too, by the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> but it makes me, you know, be able to bend and stretch and not have so many aches and pains and stuff. As far as physical fitness, I know there's a lot of people. I have a good friend right now that has very bad knees, bone on bone right now, and she's, you know, looking for surgery. And uh, that doesn't mean that she's not doing anything that she's sitting around. She told me the other day, you know, that her knees were really hurting her, but she's still got 6,000 steps in, Mm. you know, so it's not like she's not doing anything. You know, you still have to push through and do things um, that you got to do. And, you know, you may say, well, I just can't, that's 6,000 steps. I can't do that. Well, you could, you know, like you said, mental health too. You got to figure that out. But if it is physical, you can still do something. Like if you can't walk good, you can still bend and flex your feet. That might be a good thing or twisting your ankles because if you can't walk a lot, your legs are probably sore. And just when my mom was in the hospital getting hip surgery, the the nurses always said, twist your ankles, just do your ankles, you know, several times a day. And then they told me, and you do that too, since you're sitting here. <laughs> so <laughs> it's something, it's something, you know, arms, do arm curls if your arms are okay. Well, you said something that's profound, which is I do it because it makes me feel better, which means that when we talk about fitness, it isn't just the physical, mm-hmm. right? There's these, you know, God's created us in such a way where uh, we do feel better mentally mm-hmm. by getting the blood going and the and the cardio going and and, and all that stuff, right? Yep. The last one is faith. Now, family, friends, fun, future, finances, fitness, and faith. Mm-hmm. I'm making. I'm trying to make a point that there's no specific order that I'm presenting this in. What What do you think of that? Does that imply that my faith is not important since I put it on the the last of this list here? <laughs> well, I know that that's not true. Your faith is very important to you, and faith is important, um, I think, to all of us because we all have some type of faith. Scripture says that love God, love people as you love yourself. There's certainly an order, okay? 
And so I don't want to, you know, disrespect that because um, I, I think that that's the key to life. It really is. Mm-hmm. However, things get important in our lives. We get distracted. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about family, friends, fun, future, finances, fitness, and faith, we need to look at this as a whole abundant living template. Mm-hmm. And that faith is extremely important. Now, how often do you pray every day, Sue? Yes. Do you read your Bible every day? I do. Or does it get in the way of your fun? No. Does it get in the way of your friends? No. Does your future get in the way of family? No. You see, my point is, is that how we see the world and how we balance our world, mm-hmm. I think is important. God didn't just create us just to have one dimension to our life. Mm-hmm. He didn't create us to be robots. He created us to be a one-of-a-kind masterpiece through Christ Jesus. We are new for the good things that he planned from the beginning of time. So there's the seven. Family, friends, fun, future, finances, fitness, and faith. And faith can be, you know, what you do um, partnering with God. Mm -hmm. What is it that keeps your fire hot? Somebody could say, well, hey, I do all these with God. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But what are you doing to keep your fire hot? What are you doing to build that relationship? Have you actually arrived with your relationship with Jesus? I haven't. No, me neither. Okay, because he represents an infinite love for you and I. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just trying to get my head and my heart wrapped around it every single day. See, the key is knowing what the first things are first. What's most important? So many people listening to this could say, well, yeah, you know, I have a Bible, but I haven't actually picked it up for a while. Doesn't mean I don't believe in God. I just haven't made it a priority. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, you know what? I have a mom that's 90 plus years old. I need to go see her. I love her very much. We don't actually, you know, agree on everything, but she's my mom. And I know I need to make sure that I, keep that important and in balance. We need to know our first things first. We have an exercise that we ask the guys in our classes to do. It's called the first things first worksheet. Mm-hmm. And we ask them to prioritize these items, these seven Fs on a weekly basis. The idea is, is that if you write these down and then you put one thing that you want to do for that week associated with that topic then prioritize them to make sure that you get it done so for example family i want to go see my mom friends hey have i written that letter to that friend of mine actually in this particular case i saw a friend in florida that i haven't seen for 15 years mm-hmm. right when i landed on you know when i landed in florida um, I actually texted him and said, hey, man, I'm here. You know, would you want to get together? I made it a priority. Mm-hmm. Fun. Hey, I've been working really hard. What is it that I'm going to do this week? Maybe it's to go play basketball. Maybe it's to go fly in a remote control airplane, which is one of the things that I did while I was in Florida. And you had fun doing that. I did. I did. Um, future. What am I going to do that's going to, you know, give me something 
that I'm dreaming about in the future, my doing the small things to get there. Mm-hmm. Finances, what is that one thing? What's the, what's the one thing that I want to do this week that can benefit finances? Maybe it's an investment. Maybe it's going to start saving, you know, 10% or maybe it's going to be tithing. What's that one thing this week that I'm going to do? Maybe I'm going to start doing something for fitness. Or maybe, you know what? It's I've been doing it like yourself every day, but it's not part of me yet. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that maybe I've been doing for a while, but I want to keep it on the radar. I want to, I want to make sure that it's important, you know, stays important to me because otherwise I'm going to forget and get distracted. Mm-hmm. And faith, you know, I do read my Bible every day. I consider scripture in my life every single day. I have conversations with people. I go to church. But is there anything else? that I want to do? Is it getting stagnant in my life? Do I need to do something else uh, regarding faith? First things first. So imagine a worksheet where you have those seven items and then the one thing you want to do that week. Then you prioritize them. And you might say, hey, you know what? I need to go see my mom. That's my top priority. And my faith might be my seventh priority because I'm already on autopilot when it comes to that. And the idea is that you would actually look at that after the week goes by and see how well you did. It's not a to-do list. It's just a priority list. It's, it's something that says this is what's most important, what's important versus urgent. Mm-hmm. What's important versus urgent. My mom is doing fine, but I felt like if I, it, I allowed it to get to urgent. It's like I need to do this now, whereas if I was on a more of a r- routine I wouldn't have been in that situation. Mm-hmm. She's doing fine, but it could have been a lot. It could have been much more urgent and possibly too late. Mm-hmm. Having a harmony and attention between urgent and important is really the key. Mm-hmm. If you're always running around with your hair on fire, that ain't cool. Mm-hmm. It's actually hot. <laughs> but just being able to just say, hey, you know what? And not, not planning at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's out of balance as well. And that cr- does not um, allow you to live the abundant life, or at least not for the long term. Mm-hmm. See, after you reevaluate your priorities on this list, then you could say, hey, you know what? I got priority number one, family done. Friends, I got priority number two done. I had fun, that's good. But I didn't do anything for my future. I didn't do anything for my finances. I said I was going to do it, but I didn't. I didn't work out at all. I actually planned on jogging while I was in Florida, by the way. I never never did that. In my faith, I stayed in the Bible, but nothing really happened there. So after reviewing the priorities, I can actually look and see a clearer picture of what I want to get done for the following week. Mm-hmm. And so maybe maybe fitness becomes number one that week because it's been a week since I've, you know, was walking and we were walking every day. Maybe my faith becomes number two because, you know, when I was out, not in my routine with my church and so forth, you know, I didn't actually accomplish what I set out to accomplish while I was there. And so every week your priorities change across the seven areas. And when something becomes on autopilot where it just becomes part of what you do, I know you can not really get 
through a couple of days without exercising. Mm-hmm. It's just part of who you are. You don't really need a first things first list when it comes to exercising. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee, but I know you well enough to, to know that if for some reason you couldn't exercise for a week or whatever, eventually it would pop up on that list. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I need to make sure that I do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Those listening to this, I hope this is, I'm giving you a mind picture of how this could look. Um, you know, you start off with a piece of paper and write the seven F's and prioritize them. And then you analyze how well you did in the previous week. Another way you can look at this is a juggler. Can you imagine juggling crystal balls and rubber balls at the same time? You know, you can juggle one ball at a time and it might be a crystal ball and you're going to make sure that you do not drop that. Then eventually might, you might add a rubber ball to that. Now you're juggling two balls. And if you're going to drop one, which one are you going to drop? Hopefully the rubber ball. And why is that? Because a crystal ball is very important probably, and it will just crash and shatter everywhere. Right, and it could cause a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So as our lives get more complicated, we add more rubber balls and more crystal balls into our life, mm-hmm. and we're juggling them. And we need to know which ones can bounce back up mm-hmm. and which ones will not bounce, which ones will get destroyed. It's all about balance. A juggler balances the amount of balls that they can juggle. Mm-hmm. They know what they're committed to. They know what's within their control and that has influence, which minimizes concerns, which is what we've been talking about this whole series. Right. So we talked about abundant living and how it needs balance. You know, remember those seven F's, the family, friends, fun, future, finances, fitness, and faith. Write them down and categorize them like Cliff was talking about. It's sometimes hard to visualize things when you're just listening. But if you write it down, maybe what Cliff said will make more sense. So remember to prioritize first things first so you can recognize what's important and what's urgent. And that crystal ball and rubber ball analogy. Remember that, you know, you don't want to shatter friendships with friends or family, especially. If any of this uh, was helpful to you, please uh, let us know. Just I uh, received a couple emails uh, recently, very encouraging emails. And, you know, we're not allowed to see our, our students right now because of COVID. So any feedback that we get is just a real blessing. So if this is something that helped you or if it's if you'd like clarification, please contact us at our email address, which is info at freedomfromwithin.org. That's info at freedomfromwithin.org. If you're listening on Anchor FM or if you um, go to our website, uh, there's a message button. You can leave us a voicemail message. Just go to uh, freedomfromwithin.org, click on podcast. And you'll see a message that's associated with each podcast and you can leave a message there. Just simply click on that. And that's all you need to do there. Yeah. If it's a voice message, we won't get an email or anything. So we won't be able to reply to you, but we might be able to put it on one of the next podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. We hope to hear from you. Yep. What's our next episode, Sue? Our next episode is called Authentic Friendships and what it means to live in community with others. If you don't have any interest in authentic friends, don't <laughs> you know participate in the next podcast. But uh, I think authentic friendship is um, uh, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of our students were like, wow, 
this is amazing. You know, it, it really helped them learn what an authentic friend was. It wasn't their gang member on the street. They couldn't really rely on them. I guess uh, this is kind of a long episode, but I think it's really important. Yep. And so until our next show, we ask you to pray and to what? Live it to give it. Do what? Live it. Come on, let's hear this out. Live it to give it. You need help, Sue? Yes, I do. All right, we ask and we pray that you live Live it it to to give give it it. and share your sex socks. (laughs) Until next show, I pray that you live Live it it to to give give it. it and share your success with others.